I am Judith Hannon, and I am the author of a book called Motherhood Exaggerated and a book about writing called uh, The Right Prescription, Telling Your Story to Move With and Beyond Illness. And I am um, wanting to talk to Kim today because we both kind of write about illness and life. So, Kim, why don't you just kind of start a little bit in, uh, talking about hallucination and why you wrote it and your just work as a writer? Um, I wrote hallucination. Well, I will start with the fact that when I was growing up, my whole life, it's always been told you need to write about what you know. And for many years, I always wanted to write a novel, but I didn't feel like I had a grasp on anything specific that I should start writing about until, um, I guess, 2002, when I was diagnosed with systemic lupus. And the experience was, you know, obviously mind-changing and mind-blowing. And I realized in the middle of all of this doctor's appointments and all the different personalities and all the different emotions and all the things that were going on in my life as it was falling apart piece by piece, that I suddenly realized I do now have something to write about. <laughs> so I wrote um, this novel sort of describing how my life was falling apart, but also how I was, as it was falling apart, the more that I realized that it had to not fall apart. And then I had to um, make some emotional changes, and not only physical, but emotional changes to get back on my feet. And uh, that's kind of why the book, I think, is successful, because it was very much a transformation for me, um, page by page. And I think that that's mm -hmm. kind of what happens when people write about illness. Right. So, um, so you took your life experience and uh, transformed it into a novel. Mm -hmm. um, when we first when we first met, I had just come out with Motherhood Exaggerated, which is, um, from my perspective as a mother, taking care of a child with cancer, and. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I just find it so interesting when you said that that you finally had something to write about because when I was writing Motherhood Exaggerated, um, which is my story, but of course involves a lot of other people, I was thinking, am I capitalizing on something negative that happened to in order to tell a story about myself? So I had a little bit of that ethical dilemma. Did you experience mm -hmm. any of that when you were writing Hallucination? Um, I actually did because, well, it's funny, I wrote it and I actually felt so freed by the process. So I wrote everybody, everything, and I just told it all. And, um, <laughs> and then when yeah. my ex-husband um, read it, he went crazy and um, <laughs> was very upset with me and, and told me that he was going to sue me and it became this whole thing. So I really became a writer sort of by fire because there I was, I had spent actually eight years writing this book mm -hmm. and the divorce was all finalized and it's all over, but he was very upset about it. And so I had to make some major changes at the very last minute, like 
you know, right. two days before it was going to go to the printer. Um, so I made those changes. He approved them. Um, but it actually made the story a little better and it made it a little bit more fictional so that it didn't feel um, so intrusive for myself and everybody around me. Um, so, yes, I did have that experience. But I think when I was in the throes of the writing, I was not thinking about other people at all right. Um, right? because I just needed to get it out. Yeah, no, I, I understand that completely. When my first draft of Motherhood Exaggerated <clears throat> was the opposite, that um, people read it and said, do you have a husband? Because he wasn't anywhere in the book. <laughs> as far as I was concerned, this uh-huh. is something that happened to me. And right. I, it was the story of me and my daughter, and I, he just wasn't anywhere. And so, obviously, I had to include him in the book. And, and, and it's a good thing that I did, because when you talk about transformation, my book was kind of how I transformed as a mother, and mm-hmm. also as a, as a wife and a friend and family member. And if I hadn't included those other people, um, then I wouldn't have arrived at anywhere, which is, which is what I like about hallucination so much. It is a story with a character who has an illness, but it's about the whole life. And that's, so when I wrote The Right Prescription, which is, a book of uh, personal reflection, writing samples, and 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 uh, exercises and prompts. I really want people, when they write about their traumatic experiences, to place them within the larger context of their lives, and not just write, say, "This happened to me," and "This happened to me," and "This happened to me." But you know, give it give it dimensionality. And hallucination uh-huh. is exactly it, it's that story. It's a story about a woman who has lupus. Um, but it's her life. It's what's going on around her. It's with, with her, with her child and with her father and with, you know, a whole uh-huh. range of people. Um, and I think that's critical for people who want to write stories of illness, um, that they, not just for the reader. I mean, I think it's more interesting for the reader if it's a larger story, but I think for them to arrive at some transformation, it's important to, to have that larger context. Well, and it's always interesting to, you know, put yourself in the eyes of the people around you as well. So you're going through this horrible mm-hmm. thing, but they're watching you go through this horrible thing, and then that mm-hmm. affects them. So yes. it's just, yeah. it's such a layered process when somebody gets sick, and it's not a personal thing. It's about everybody who's witnessing it. And mm-hmm. I think that that's kind that, of what I enjoyed about writing that and being able to kind of see it from everybody else's perspective, especially my husband who, and this, I think what makes hallucinations sort of meaningful for a lot of people is that it's very common that people, the, the husbands leave when their wives get right. sick. Right. So right. it really yeah. rang a bell to a lot of people. Yeah, no, I can, can completely understand that. Um, and I think that what's interesting about writing 
fiction as opposed to memoir, even though you write in the first person? I mean, first of all, writing in, a, in, in writing in and of itself kind of distances you anyway, whether you're writing fact or fiction or memoir, whatever it is, you it it's a little bit easier to access some of those emotions that if you try to speak them, you would kind of not be able to because it felt almost too scary. Um, uh-huh. But but I think that in writing fiction, it's it's also a way to create a little bit more of a distance, so that you can your your the people in your story become characters as opposed to yes. um, real people, um, even though they you know it's it's semi autobiographical. Um, and I found that that was hard for me when I when I wrote Motherhood Exaggerated that because. I was looking through my narrow lens. I wasn't stepping back enough. I wasn't writing. Um, that sometimes it was beneficial to to do an exercise in the third person to write from my mother's mm-hmm. perspective, to write to my husband's perspective, and then when I went back to write it into the story from in the first person, I was able to do so with much more compassion because I again I was mm-hmm. looking at it from their point of view. Um, so I think that's a really important thing to stress um, when we write. So what are you working on now? Because you um, maybe summarize a little bit what hallucination is um, and what that story tells and then what you're doing now with your characters. Sure. The um, Hallucination is about um, a woman who gets diagnosed with lupus, but she's sort of in the middle of that hot moment in your life where you just got married or you're just at this, at this story, you know, she had just started a business. She was happily married. Um, you know, everything seemed to be good. Like she, everything was happening. And then this diagnosis came. And so the story is very much about her and her falling apart and also trying to raise a child at the same time and an infant. So he wasn't, the child was not, um, big enough to understand yet the mother and you know with lupus is such a debilitating illness and it's so based on like energy levels so you the child had no um idea that the mother didn't have the strength to even lift the child to Mm. change a diaper Mm. it couldn't lift like the body had failed so it talks about all of these things but meantime um so my this book that i just completed is a continuation of hallucination, although it can stand on its own. And so Mm -hmm. it's, but it's very much all of the characters of hallucination nine years later. So the baby is now a nine-year-old little girl who's inquisitive Mm -hmm. and smart and clever and full of personality. And then the main character and the main character's name is Morgan. She is, um, better, you know, in remission and ready to have a relationship, ready to fall in mm-hmm. love again. Um, mm-hmm. And so this, this second book takes her into this amazing place that people are not, would never expect. Um, and, and that's kind of what the next book is about, but it's really, you know, seeing rain, the child, you know, and her vision of the world now that her mother gets involved in something that's very unusual. Um, mm-hmm. so that's kind of what is going on with that book. And I'm also working on, so I just finished that book a couple months ago. So I'm sort of taking a breather now, but I'm, 
Also thinking about um, becoming a life coach, which I think really ties in to this process that I've been going through as and my journey of having an illness, a chronic illness, and being a person who is vital and alive, but really has this thing that I'm toting around with me, this illness that, um, you know, changes me as a woman and as a person, because I kind of look good on the outside. And then I have all these other issues that people would never expect. So, you you know, you Mm -hmm. see me and you say, oh, she looks great. And it's like, oh, no, I have 20 pills I take every morning (gasps) just to be standing here talking to you. Um, So it's, you know, I just think that that process, that life process of being a chronically ill person has taught me so much. And I've worked with other people with lupus and I've done writing workshops with them. And I just see it's such a connection about building your life, rebuilding your life, and all of that happens from writing. And so I kind of feel like it's a transition that I'm going to be, it will be a good one because a lot of people always say, oh, I wish I could write a book or, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm going through a hard time. And it's like, I just know if you just wrote it down and processed it and were, as you said, could stand back from it, it's... It, it can change your life just to look at it on paper, to put it in words. Yeah. yeah, I think, and I think it's it's really important. I like the idea of doing it with somebody because I think that, um, I mean, I see this in my teaching and I notice this when I, <clears throat> when I take workshops, that if there's somebody guiding you, <clears throat> um, like uh-huh. people will say, I want to write a book, but have no uh-huh. idea what to do. The story's mm-hmm. so big. I mean, what I always tell students is one one scene at a time, you know, one bite mm-hmm. at a time, and I'll take you to the next one and the next one. Um, and to have someone loving, someone someone kind and loving to hear your words back at you, to say, mm-hmm. um, to encourage you and to show you where you're not looking. Um, mm-hmm. When I wrote Motherhood Exaggerated, it was accepted by a publisher and I went for my first meeting with them and they had pages of notes about what they didn't like. And I'm thinking, uh-huh. why did they accept this book? <laughs> they didn't like all these things. <laughs> and, 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 and what it came down to was that they liked the writing, but they didn't like me. They didn't, I didn't come off as a, a, a character that um, people wanted to sympathize with, that, that I was uh-huh. whiny or that I was uh, resentful or something like that. And what I found was that some of the the stories that I was telling about myself and motherhood exaggerated, I had been telling myself the same stories for years and years and years yes. and years. And, and I, nobody, I, no, no, I never really received any feedback on them. Nobody ever said, you know, I read this when you write it and you're saying, poor me, poor me. And I'm thinking like, you're an, you're, I don't know what I'm allowed to say. You're an asshole. So, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so I think that to have, you know, and again, they had accepted my book, so they did like me. I did feel supported, even though I walked out of there going, oh, my God, and had nine more months of work to do after that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, certainly a much better book, and and I just I just love my, my publisher because of that. You know, that voice is so important. Um, I think it's amazing that you're going to be using writing and what you're doing. Because um, I, I work with so. also, yeah. 
I was just going to say I loved Motherhood Exaggerated, by the way. Like oh, that book, I, I just think about it all the time. It's still in my mind. It was so beautifully written. I, I just tell everybody about it. Like, I just think it's so good. So I, I'm glad they gave you all those notes. And because, <laughs> because they made a brilliant thing out of it. So very well, wonderful they made- book. Thank you. And I should just say that the story is uh, my daughter, who was eight at the time, um, was treated for Ewing sarcoma. And I just need to say right now, she's 24 years old. She's a dancer. She's beautiful. Um, Uh. Very, very few residual issues. Um, And certainly it was a life-altering experience for everybody. But the main thing is that she is healthy and well. Um, Uh And she's so sick of me writing and talking about her. (laughs) I can imagine. (laughs) I know the other thing is... the book came out when she had just started college and, you know, I did have to get her permission, but what kid is going to say no to their mother, you know? And, and so uh-huh. now that she's a little bit older, I think she, she does have some issues about the book coming out and, and um, not that she comes out badly in the book at all, but in kind of like your husband in a way, like they have their own story. And I guess if she right. wants to tell her own story someday, she can, you know, um, but uh, she's always been very, my whole family's been very supportive. They just, I, I'm so lucky to have them that they allowed me to, to, to write this book about them um, was really so generous on their part. Um, well, I mean, I remember saying that very thing to him when he was saying to me, you know, how can you write all this? And I said, it's my story. Like, I have to get this out of my system because I, and all the other thing about hallucination is that I feel very strongly that the external things that were happening are at the basis of my diagnosis. Like the, the, the stress related illness, which is what lupus Mm -hmm. is, it all is connected. So I am absolutely healed because I was able to tell it. And so I think right. when he was saying, well, how can you do it? And I just had to say, you know, <laughs> this is my story. And if you have feelings about it, certainly take a pen and get going. You know, yeah. you should, yeah. you should write, <laughs> you should definitely write yeah. it. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, we, we're lucky because we have this leaning towards writing where, you know, as you know, very well, every, is afraid of writing. I mean, it's the most frightening mm-hmm. thing. And everybody yeah. I know is like, I've never met a writer. Like, that is the most, fr- they just, it's like I say, I'm a fireman or something. They're just like, yes. oh, <laughs> how could you be doing that? So I, you know, we're lucky. We're like the firefighters yeah. here. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. And I actually always refer to my pencil as my third eye. That because I'm not yeah. looking at things because I, I write everything in pencil before I do anything. And it's kind of like if I don't see it through my pencil, it's like I don't really see the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. So it's I really am, am even as much as I find it, I have to drag myself to the desk or wherever it is that I'm writing on any particular day, it's, um, it's definitely worth it once, once I get there. Um, so Kim, if people want to get in touch with you or buy your book or what's, what's all the info they need to know about you in terms of well, websites? Um, or, yeah. Sure. I have a, um, a website, which is 
hallucinationthenovel.com. Um, but I also, it's on, on Amazon and it's a, um, ebook as well. And all of those, you can order it for the Kindle and all that stuff on, through Amazon. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, I'm thrilled that people that you, you are still talking about hallucination. That really makes me feel good. And I know that, um, I was inspired to write the, the other thing that was inspiration to me is that, um, I had read Lupus Novice, which is um, a book by Laura Chester, who's written many books since then. But it was the first book about um, a, a lupus experience. So I think lupus mm-hmm. is a, a, a illness that is finally getting some light. But nobody had written about it in decades. And my book was mm-hmm. the one of the, first of all, it's like the first novel because um Lupus Novice was sort of a memoir as well, but hers is more of a memoir than a novel. Mine has characters and funny, crazy things going on. Um, but it's the other thing that Laura Chester said to me is that it was important that I'm African-American because it is a disease that really takes African-American women mostly. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a story that yeah, had not been really. told by an African-American woman. Um, right. So that has been meaningful about it too. Yeah. So I'm hoping that people will continue to pick it up because it's still yeah. unusual. It's no people don't really write about it. Yeah. Well, I found that when uh, Nadia finished treatment, um, I wanted to read stories that were like my own, and um, mm-hmm. they really weren't. I mean. When I tried to get the book published from a lot of editors, I heard we don't do sick kid books. You know, it's like um, it's it's too. My one editor said, "I have an eight-year-old. I can't imagine editing this book." You know, it's it's people really shy away from it, and you need a brave publisher and someone who knows that that people want to read these stories. But your book and my book, they're not just about people with lupus, and they're not just about people who have had mm-hmm. ill children they're about people who are living life and they're uh-huh. for mothers and they're for husbands and they're for any you know we all none of us get through any of this without going through some some disruption in our life some point where our narrative right, changes and and so you know these books are are good for anybody who wants to know how to you know, figure out what it means to make those kinds of pivots that we have to make. So I think um, I'm, I'm grateful for your book and, and I, I think that people are grateful for mine. Um, so I just, and if anybody wants to get in touch with me, my website is Judith Hannon, H A N N A N Judith Hannon writes.com. And mm-hmm. um, always happy to hear from people. And um I don't know. Anything else you want to add to the conversation? Well, I do want to just add one other thing because I'm very surprised to hear what you said about um, the um, people saying we don't write about, we don't publish about sick kids. Because I remember when I first started with hallucination and that was, you know, it was an eight year process. But one of my um, friends and has former editors, she said to me, I think it's going to be good, but take out all that sick stuff. And it's (laughs) so interesting that I, you know, immediately stopped even 
relating to her. I just couldn't even talk to her anymore because I was like, what are you talking about? People are sick everywhere. Everybody's sick. Everybody has a problem. And and everybody yeah. is, you know, like Robin Roberts said in her book, you know, everybody has something. So it was yeah. just, just such an interesting thing that back then, I would say five to ten years ago, people were saying don't write about sickness. And yeah. um, it, everybody is sick. So <laughs> I'm so <laughs> happy that you and I are sort of at the forefront of yeah. this idea of everybody has something. Yeah. And yeah, it's, so do. it's not about cancer specifically or lupus specifically. It's about how you yeah. kind of pull your life back together. Yep. When exactly. Exactly. These illnesses strike. So it's been a great yeah. journey. And I hope that people will um, read both of our books and, and learn about yeah. just transformation. Yeah. Well, okay, it was really nice to talk to you. And uh, now that we've reconnected, I hope that we'll we'll chat more. Um, and thank you for doing this. Oh, sure. Anytime. Thank you very much. <laughs>